joining us in the studio, direct from Vienna, Austria, uh, internationally renowned pianist, Dan Vinikovsky. Good to have you here, Dan. Thanks for having me. Uh, Dan, this is very exciting to have you back. Uh, you originally, of course, grew up uh, well into your teens uh, here in Ontario, but uh, uh, was it because you were a, a, a piano prodigy that you moved out to Europe again? I think that's that was the intention. I actually just went for a summer vacation to to <laughs> Poland. And that's what your parents told you, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and I fell in love with it very quickly and stayed. Found a teacher there, just quickly changed my life, uh, and have lived uh, outside of Canada ever since. And you travel around the globe uh, performing as, as a classical pianist, uh, a pretty rare occupation. When did it first dawn on you that this was going to be your thing? Yeah, my, my again, my parents. <laughs> I yeah. don't remember this. When I was three and a half, they said I saw a, a piano made of glass, you know, crystal right. clear. You could see all the mechanism inside. And I was somehow mysteriously drawn to the instrument. And they didn't really believe that that I, you know, I, I was just fascinated by the instrument. That's what right, they thought. Right. So they got me a, a, a little Hammond organ, a little electric <laughs> dinky thing. Yes. And six months later, um, they tried to get me a, a piano teacher. And the teacher said, well, we I, I can't really take him because he, he can't read. So right. my, my parents uh, bought me these big letter books and taught me the letters and, and taught me how to read. And within wow. a couple of months, I had a piano teacher. So at wow. age four, I was already taking piano lessons. And at age six, I was writing my own tunes. So ever since then, it's, it's been music, music, music. Uh, it is. Uh, it, it's, uh, I can't imagine what kind of lifestyle that is. Uh, you know, because it's clearly your art, but it's also your economics. I mean, how do you, how do you border that line between being an artist and a performer, as well as being a performer and that's your job? Yeah, that's that's a very good question. And uh, recent study in in the UK. Uh, revealed that there's time to start a new foundation that helps musicians, a nonprofit mm. in, in, in London. There's actually one that helps musicians for that very reason. So many people have uh, crazy schedules. Uh, I often live on my suitcases yeah. and see different <laughs> hotel rooms every night. And um, financial security is something one can only dream of because there are extreme highs and then there are low periods. So I, I think musicians are in one of those top 10 professions that, that really people are, are prone to depression yeah and, and you know but if you go back a few hundred years we had royalty and patrons and yes. and so uh artists like you didn't have to book gigs <laughs> right right <laughs> just... and I've, I've been quite lucky in that department with with many wonderful supporters in mm. canada i grew up with that helped me financially i, I managed to study debt free as, as a result of that nice. so um and as a result of that i'm now coming back to canada more frequently and at, you're at, giving back yes I, I think there's a time when when one reaches a certain age and and we realize what what the heck why are we doing all this and really music is sharing more than anything it's it's sharing the incredible work that one has put into perfecting mm -hmm. all these great masterpieces of the past that have survived the ages and i'm actually recently started a foundation of my own called piano 6 Nice. And I've taken five other uh, international performing pianists from Canada, everyone from Canada. And we're going to go out to remote rural communities in Canada, indigenous communities, far out places where nobody really visits, no artists, that is. Yeah, where there's well, no not like live to music. an internationally round penis to go to some of these places. Right, right. Yeah. And, and it's going to be subsidized by the foundation or travel costs. 
and and we're going to go out and and play for these schools and and connect with with some of the younger generation. Tomorrow, you're about to do a performance uh, that everyone is very looking forward to. There's a lot of anticipation about this. It's at the uh, Trinity uh, United Church, uh, 140 Maple Street, uh, and this is a benefit for Home Horizons Barbara Widerhouse. How cool is that? I couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah, they, they are such a wonderful organization. Those who don't know, uh, Home Horizons is a uh, group that transforms the lives of homeless youth through support and counseling and housing. And that's what Barbara Widerhouse is all about. And uh, the funds from uh, from the evening and the student concert will be going towards uh, donations towards Barbara Widerhouse. So that's fantastic. And a great opportunity for us here locally to see an internationally renowned penis perform. You're doing two shows. I, I, I think this is a fantastic idea of course 7 30 p.m is the formal concert to full-on tails are we talking uh... no but very casual dress okay, okay, uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i might have some tails right. <laughs> I, I didn't there's no requirement there's no candelabra or nothing like that <laughs> no, okay no, no. uh but very uh, relaxed but in the afternoon 1 30 you're inviting a student audience yes yes and that's a more uh, informal um event where i just kind of take apart the music walk people through it show my reactions it's going to be a stormy program to, yeah. to go with the stormy weather <laughs> Good. There's a lot of drama, a lot of drama. Uh, in the so. world of classical uh, uh, you know, music, especially for the piano, there are uh, lots of varieties. Where do, do you hang your hat as a specialist, or what's your favorite to play? Um, I haven't developed a favorite at all. Uh, for years, I played a lot of Chopin, having Polish background. But um, that that quickly dissolved, and I, I love great music, mm. and and that could be anything from a Beatles hit that remains in our tune, you know, a tune that yeah. stays in our mind all day, to a glorious opera by by Handel, mm. and you know, there there's there's great music and there's bad music, mm-hmm. and and each one has its purpose. There's right. entertainment music as well. I mean, sure. we we don't you know, there's drinking there are drinking songs that we use for entertainment, and then there's music that touches our soul that that reminds us of, of past love and and um, there's this wonderful documentary called Alive Inside on how the music can affect elderly patients mm. who who are bedridden or paralyzed and literally start showing their first eye movements and and are able to walk after a couple of weeks of music wow. lessons so the the power that music has on any community in creating stronger um in in, in getting rid of crime and creating stronger tightly knit communities is is something that it really should never be really neglected. Music is so powerful. Let's have just a little listen to uh, Daniel Vinkovsky's uh, This is Largo by Chopin. This is actually the, the last movement of a sonata by Chopin. It's okay. called Allegro con fuoco, which means with fire. Wow. And you're doing that with just two hands. <laughs> that is impressive. Uh, we're going to get to hear this live tomorrow at Trinity United Church. Showtime for the formal concert, 7.30 p.m. For students, it's 1.30 p.m. And uh, money raised goes to help support Home Horizons, Barbara Winerhouse. Uh, Daniel, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome back to Canada, as brief as your visit's going to be. Yes, thank you. And I look forward to welcoming everyone tomorrow. Please don't have the weather uh, deter you because there will be an even greater greater storm at the concert. <laughs> Daniel, thank you for being on Talking Thank the you.